Welcome to HealthCast. I'm your host, Adam Patterson. Today, we're joined by Dr. Ryan Vega of the Veterans Affairs Innovation Ecosystem, a department within VA dedicated to exploring innovative technologies and new methods for delivering veterans care. The Innovation Ecosystem, or the IE, has been at the head of exploring new medical technology within VA and stands as one of the most promising biotechnology wings of the broader U.S. government. The IE has also been at the forefront of providing new solutions to meet the demands of the COVID-19 pandemic, helping developing methods to maintain both public health and to support patient care. Ryan Vega has extensive experience as both a practicing physician as well as a leader in healthcare innovation at VA. He currently serves as the executive director of the innovation ecosystem, where he oversees the development of grassroots innovation across the Veterans Health Administration as a whole. Ryan Vega is also helping lead and organize the upcoming VA Innovation Experience Forum on October 27th to 29th, an annual conference dedicated to some of the most promising ideas to emerge from the IE this year. Ryan, great to have you on the program. Hey, Adam, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I want to start with more of an overview question, and it's about both what's happening now, but what's happened over the past few months in light of what is, I understand, is both the innovation ecosystem's considerable work, but also the adaptations you've had to make around the pandemic, which is what have really been the VHA innovation ecosystem's greatest priorities during 2020 so far? Yeah, Adam, that's a great question. The innovation ecosystem is really the evolution of years of focused and dedicated building of what we call the innovation infrastructure and innovation muscle, really, in the organization dating back to 2013. And it's the idea that not only have you seen maturation in the innovation program, but you really are starting to see a recognition that it's not just about what happens in the walls of the VA or not solely about an employee or a veteran in one state but really about how we think of this across the entire enterprise and how we think of our responsibility and our relationships with our academic affiliates, as well as the private sector. And the idea that we can come together through public-private partnerships to advance care and service for our nation's veterans, that's a core element to the ecosystem. And it's as important, and perhaps most notably, equally, I think, vital to invest in as is your workforce and making sure your frontline has the capability, has the competencies around advancing innovation, and really has the safe space and the ability to challenge the status quo and sometimes to come up with really random ideas and to be rewarded for taking those risks. So that's the real high level overview, at least the philosophy behind the ecosystem. To your direct question around our priorities, you know, 2020 certainly hasn't been ordinary. And I think what's remarkable in some ways is our workforce isn't ordinary either. They're, at least maybe I'm biased, but I think they're just a collection of some of the most incredibly talented and mission-driven healthcare providers and administrators who come to hospitals all across the country united by a common mission and a common vision, and that's to deliver care to our nation's veterans. And so what started out is really just continuing to build upon the great work that's going on was disrupted in the same way that all of our lives were. But what's important is that that disruption created opportunity for our employees to take work that has been going on for years and not only accelerate it, but embrace it and use it as part of our response efforts. So what am I talking about? 3D printing, the use of that technology to create 
personal protective equipment or even testing swabs didn't just happen overnight. It's because VA has been doing this type of cutting edge innovation for years, using it for pre-surgical planning, printing a model of a heart or a kidney or a lung to help doctors and even patients better understand procedures, all the way from monitoring patients at home. This technology and the infrastructure is something that teams across VA have been really building out and leading for years to have the infrastructure. And so a lot of our projects and the agility that we saw in the system was because of not only the culture that's been there, but because of that concerted effort to build this innovation muscle and infrastructure across the enterprise. Absolutely. And on the subject of 3D printing, I just want to say I was very impressed by how quickly that's been reapplied to meet the demands of the pandemic. I've seen Dr. Beth Ripley speak about it and was impressed by the focus on, for example, using 3D printing to really provide care to uh, patients who would need specific surgical procedures, but might not necessarily have access to immediate specialists. I thought that was fascinating, but to see it applied in such a broad public health response, I frankly thought was pretty impressive. To shift gears a little bit, to talk a bit more about what's coming up later this month, my understanding is the VHA is hosting its annual Innovation Experience Summit, the 27th to 29th of October. And for our listeners' awareness, what overall is the VHA IEX? The Innovation Experience, in really, for lack of better words, is a celebration of some of the amazing efforts that are going on across the enterprise. To dive into it a little bit more deeply, it's really an opportunity for our organization to demonstrate through a publicly accessible event, and by that I mean completely open, free to the public, the incredible innovations that are happening today. You know, look, it's easy for us to get up and talk about the things we created yesterday, but what's more important is for us to show the general public and especially our nation's veterans the solutions that VA are pioneering today to continue to maintain that trust with the veteran and ensure that they choose VA tomorrow because we continuously are pushing the boundaries of modern science and medicine to ensure that they have access to the latest and the best technology that we know will deliver care that you know is superior to anywhere else that they can receive. So a lot of it is about demonstrating those emerging capabilities. And, and equally, it's about giving our front line an opportunity to demonstrate the work that they're doing all across the country. You know, and traditionally, we're at the National Press Club, and part of the excitement is everyone showing up from all over the country and the networking and the meeting. But I think in these times, knowing that we need to be virtual, we've really had to put a concerted effort into ensuring that we create a true experience for the audience and that we create an opportunity for folks to still network, to still partner and learn from one another, and so that innovations that are demonstrated, they don't stop at this event, that they continue to flourish, they continue to grow, and they continue to spread as a result of this celebration. Absolutely. And in terms of uh, what's really on slate for this year, what is really the primary focus and agenda of IEX 2020? Yeah, Adam, thanks for asking that. So the theme this year is delivering more together. And I think that theme probably resonates with a lot of people in a whole host of different venues, whether you're in healthcare or whether you're in the service industry, public health, education, because what 2020 has really taught us is the need to come together, to band together as communities in order to deliver more, because we know that when we come together as teams, we can do far greater good and deliver far more than when we try to go at it alone. 
So what you're going to see and what you're going to hear is from a incredibly diverse group of members from private sector, from academia, as well as folks within the VA. And I think that's what really excites me about this year is there's some talks that I cannot wait to hear. So listening to Verizon and really some of their leaders go into the depths of what 5G means for healthcare, hearing from folks at Microsoft about the importance of partnerships, all the way to hearing from some of our employees who are doing really incredible work at local VA medical centers and imagining how that work potentially could spread all across the country. Absolutely. And my understanding is there is a core feature with an IEX that is the Shark Tank competition, which brings me to wonder with the name like that, how does the Shark Tank competition at IEX fit within the innovation ecosystem's broader goals? So Shark Tank competition is something that has really, I think, captivated the organization for the past couple of years. And just to give your viewers a chance to sort of think about how we approach it, we get hundreds of applications a year for folks who have promising practices or really innovative solutions that have been implemented at one VA medical center, and they're making a difference, either in the quality of care or the service experience. And they're entering into this competition for a chance to become a finalist. And we go from hundreds of applications to 15 finalists. And these 15 finalists are going to have a chance to get on the stage virtually this year and to pitch their ideas to medical centers all across the country. Those medical center directors and leaders act as sharks. They'll actually bid resources and invest in solutions to bring them to their VA medical center. So it's really not only a fun environment, not only does it give our employees an opportunity to take the work that they're doing locally and help spread it, but it really fits into the larger mission of not only the event and celebrating this great work, but I had sort of touched upon this we really want to enable the organization to scale innovation more effectively and efficiently. Traditionally in healthcare, if you look, and it varies depending on what source you go to, it can take as long as 12 to 15 years for sometimes evidence-based solutions to scale across organizations. Now, there's lots of reasons for that. But one of the things behind the Shark Tank, the model, is to help speed that up. It's to help the organization realize and recognize where those really top performing practices are and where we should be focusing to advance those and how we should be focusing to advance those across the enterprise to benefit all veterans. Absolutely. It sounds like a really effective program for bringing together some of the most promising ideas for modernizing healthcare more broadly, not just within the VA, but across American care overall. And on that note, I'm kind of curious, what projects and initiatives that are slated to be on the IEX agenda this year, do you see as most representative of the VHA's modernization work going forward? Adam, that's a tough question. So I'll talk about a few that I think are really important. And one of them, you know, it's interesting. I was actually heard about a company that was developed recently that started on-demand nursing and lactation consultation services for women. We actually have a practice entering the Shark Tank called Telelactation. And it's the idea of using our telehealth platform and enabling female veterans, we know is a growing population of women veterans who are engaging with VA services. It's creating a wraparound service that optimizes nursing and lactation support for them using a digital platform. I think this is a recognition of where VA is going, not only in the realm of using digital health and digital care and virtual care, 
that's something I think all health systems and hospitals are going to be leveraging as we move into this new normal. But it's also a recognition that services that we probably weren't thinking about a couple of years ago have to become the normal in order for us to ensure that we're modernizing our systems and recognizing who our customers are. So that's one I think that's really exciting. I could also turn to, you'll hear a little bit about bioprinting in the IEX talks. Bioprinting is taking 3D printing technology, but actually printing living bone and tissue and cells. This is something VA is heavily involved in, and I think is a role we're going to play in truly revolutionizing modern medicine. And in our lifetime, I truly believe we will see the production, or you could say the printing, of organs that are actually transplanted into patients. I think VA is going to play a very important role in how 3D printing technology and bioprinting especially fits into the revolutionary changes it brings to modern medicine. So those are two that stand out, but I could probably go down the list. There's a number of projects that really help optimize the referral process, the scheduling process, really making true interoperability more effective and efficient for veterans and and for our workforce, all the way from solutions that may seem simple, like a rideshare service that was first utilized to bring patients to and from their appointments. And these were veterans who may have had transportation challenges and how that solution was pivoted to deliver food to veterans at their home who were nervous about going out in the height of the pandemic or who didn't have family or other services nearby to bring them to the grocery store. It's that agility, but it's that range of innovation that I think is going to be important for us to continue to push the boundaries of how we advance care and service. Yeah, that's a pretty impressive breadth of projects. It scales from what sounds like these really high concept, future looking, almost like biotechnology innovations like 3D organ printing to just making sure that you have kind of the basic care logistics, like as you said, making sure that you have a rideshare program for veterans who might have limitations with mobility or ease of travel. So before we wrap things up, Ryan, is there anything else you would like our audience to know about the innovation experience coming up? I really think that the key takeaways are that we've really done a tremendous amount of work to optimize the experience. I think the audience and those that tune in are going to have a really fun time. And that's kind of the environment we always try to create. And that this is open to the public. It's fully accessible on multiple different platforms, your computer, your phone. There's an app you can actually download on the App Store, VHA Innovation Experience. You can see the agenda. You can connect with folks at the event. And we really are trying to engage as much as the general public as possible so that folks can understand and start to witness and experience some of the incredible work that's going on in the agency today. Absolutely. And we'll make sure, of course, to include a link to the agenda when the episode goes live. Thanks so much, Adam. Absolutely. And Ryan, thank you for coming on the program. Thanks for having me, Adam. HealthCast is a production of Government CIO Media and Research. For more podcasts, head to governmentciomedia.com slash podcasts. If you liked what you heard, let us know by leaving a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. HealthCast is produced by Amy Kluber, hosted by Melissa Harris, Adam Patterson, and Faith Ryan. If you're interested in sponsoring a podcast, contact us at sponsor at governmentcio.com.